Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. This is where Montana Talks. Well, yesterday I was building a separate little stack of stuff uh, talking about all the national debt, uh, the deficit spending that's been going on. Uh, got that stack of stuff going for uh, for the next time we catch up with our friend David Noble. Now I got another uh, stack of stuff, kind of the woke update stack of stuff. You know, the video about the uh, transgender controversy uh, that erupted when a girls basketball game had to end in a forfeit following three injuries. Three, uh, three girls, three girls at a high school girls basketball game uh, were injured. One of them, you can see the video, she was straight up just thrown to the ground by a dude by a dude who was playing in the girls' basketball game. Now, the dude identifies as a as a dudette, so that's why he was playing the game. This guy injures three girls in this girls' basketball game, and, and it got so bad that the three girls, you know, got, got so injured, they, they, they got pulled from the game, and they didn't have enough players to play the game, so they had to forfeit the game. Anyway, that's one of the stories I've got in my my woke stack of stuff for potential woke updates. There was another headline here. Native Americans fear woke efforts by the Kansas City Chiefs, by the Boy Scouts, and by Taylor Swift to erase their heritage. That's right. Woke white liberals want to erase Native American heritage and, and any sort of uh, references at all whatsoever. Uh, that's what the woke white liberals are up to. So there are all sorts of options here. Uh, oh, yeah, J.K. Rowling unloads on trans activists you are not kind you are not righteous seth dylan i wish i would have wrote down the quote that he shared the other night but he he talked about the woke white liberals and how how wokeness is is just it was such a great quote i'm sure it's it's been said somewhere else i could probably find it if i search for it but he basically made the point that that wokeness is their cover for their meanness that 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 they just use you know, they're woke politics uh, to bully other people and to be mean to other people. That's what they do and to silence other people. But there was a way that he said it at the Billings Christian School Banquet the other night that was uh, so well said. I don't know. Maybe, maybe David Noble remembers exactly the way uh, Seth Dillon put it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll have David Noble joining us coming up in the 7 o'clock hour of the show. Uh, and, uh, yeah, a big show this morning here. Big show yesterday. We Of course, we broke the news. You heard the news first right here on this program. Program on Montana Talks. Congressman Denny Reberg, former Montana Congressman Denny Reberg, uh, joined us in the nine o'clock hour of the show. And at the very end of our conversation, I didn't even I didn't even get the chance to ask him about it. I was going to ask him the question at the end, but he just, just straight up said it. He said he is running for Congress. He is in. He is going to run for that eastern congressional seat. And of course, you've already got several folks who've who've thrown their their hat into the ring. You've got uh, Stacy Zinn, the former head. Uh, head of the DEA here in Montana. You've got Superintendent of Public Instruction Elsie Arnson, State Auditor Troy Downing, uh, and uh, and a number of others who've, who've thrown their hat into the ring as well, of course. But uh, but yeah, Congressman Denny Reberg, the, the latest polling I saw, he would start the race with a commanding lead uh, in that uh, Eastern District House race. No word from Congressman Rosendale, frankly, at all over the past several days. So uh so anyway, all right, all right uh, we'll jump right back into it after this. Here is your Montana news. A man's body has been discovered in a ditch near downtown Billings, and it may have been there for days. The corpse was found Tuesday afternoon behind a business on the 1300 block of Minnesota Avenue. 
Sheriff's deputies and EMS responded to the call as the caller didn't know if the man was still alive or dead. Caller 8 reports that the authorities have tentative ID on the man, but will not disclose that until after the completion of an autopsy. The only details on him is that he's in his 60s with a slender build. Cause of death has not been determined. If anyone knows of a missing person who fits this general description, please call the Yellowstone County Sheriff's Office at 406-256-2929. That's 256-2929. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. With mainly sunny skies across the area today, high temperatures push up to around 40 in the Bozeman area to the mid-50s in Billings. For tonight, we're looking at clear to partly cloudy skies. Low temperatures in the low 20s in Bozeman to about 30 in Billings. And the outlook for Friday calls for more sunshine. Highs from the low to mid-40s in Bozeman to the mid-upper 50s in the Billings area. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. If you Congressman Denny Reberg announced that, yes, he is running for Congress in the Eastern Congressional District. Full audio on our Montana Talks podcast. Get it on the app from the 9 o'clock hour. Cheesy dish. This is where Montana Talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, let's start with some of the messages that have come in on our Montana Talks app over the past 24 hours or so. Uh, look, before I get into that, though, here was a tweet from John Jackson, the joker from Twitter who joins us every Tuesday. How fast would Trump have been impeached over this? Uh, and he shared a video from TheBlaze.com, Biden on student loan cancellation. Quote, the Supreme Court blocked it, but that didn't stop me. That's a direct quote from this C-SPAN video where Joe Biden is touting his latest move to try to erase student loan debt, to basically to make you pay for the student loan debt. And he says, the Supreme Court blocked it, but that didn't stop me. And John Jackson says, how fast would Trump have been impeached over this? Donald Trump... Donald Trump wouldn't even have had to do something like that. He could have just suggested it in a phone call and they would have impeached him over it. Joe Biden actually does stuff like this. And uh, yeah, anyway, Evan and Belt uh, weighing in. I think we had uh, one of our listeners. I think it was a listener. Was it a listener from Malta yesterday in the nine o'clock hour said, hey, have you guys heard about what Joe Biden's doing with the student loan debts again? Yeah, here he goes again. The Supreme Court told him no. And he says, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, Evan and Belt says, here we go again. How can Biden cancel student debt when the Supreme Court has already said he can't? I'm no lawyer, but can our attorney general bring another suit against him and have the court shoot it down again? I would think the Supreme Court of the United States, having already ruled on it, could. But just how the hell is he able to do this when the judicial branch has already shot it down? This is nothing more than a political stunt to get votes from our younger generation in an election year. And it's not forgiveness. Uh, we as taxpayers will be the ones to pay. Yeah, exactly right, Evan. You and I uh, and everybody else. Those of us who had to pay off our own student loans by working or going to Afghanistan and Iraq and places like that. That's how I paid off my student loans. Uh, I worked for it. I paid it off. 
that when I was working for a TV station here in, in Billings, Montana, I was paying off my student loans, even though you don't you don't make a lot of money working in a, at a TV station in, in places like Billings, Montana. I think they do better now than they did, you know, 15 years ago or so or whatever that was. I was doing that. But uh, but uh, but still, man, I paid off my student loans. And, and you know what? I paid off my student loans. I was making a monthly student loan payment, and I was still serving in the National Guard. In fact, it was, luckily I was in the Montana National Guard while I worked for the TV station because that's how I was able to afford my uh, my payment for my for my pickup uh, was uh, was thanks to the money that came in. You know the the drill weekend pay, right? But no, if I was just some TV reporter at the TV station in Billings right now, no, no, no. I, I wouldn't have to work for it. I wouldn't have to pay off my own student loans. I'd just have you pay them off. Uh, in fact, I saw a local TV reporter was, hey, guys, I know people don't like what Joe Biden did with the student loans, but let me tell you what. I just had my student loans forgiven, and oh, it's so great. I've been paying these things for 20 years. Yeah, well, you know what? I was in your position paying my student loans as well. But I also went to Iraq and Afghanistan and, and, and places like that. And, in fact, I was in Afghanistan when I made my final student loan payment. But I guess I could just, you know, sit back and be a TV news reporter and just make everybody else pay off my bills for me. I mean, oh, just like, good night. I mean, what a joke. What a a sham. And it's just a slap in the face to hardworking people. It's it's a slap in the face to people who who you know joined the military and got the GI Bill uh, to pay for school. And then no no now we're just going to go pay for all these you know man bun TAs to sit and sit sit at these college campuses for seven eight years, looking down on the students they're supposed to be helping. Oh man, uh, let's see barbed wire in three forks. Uh, I'm not sure what their real name is, but uh, anyway, listener in Three Forks says uh, the communists said back in the early 1900s that they would never take the U.S. down with military force, that it must be taken down from the inside. Get rid of God, break down the family, use music and drugs. That's what happened and is still happening. It's a very well devised plan, and that's one of many reasons they hate Trump. Uh, one of many reasons they hate Trump. Uh, back to that point that Evan and Belt made, uh, he was talking about how Joe Biden is simply trying to appeal to younger voters with these student uh, uh, loan transfers where the rest of us have to pay for the student loan debt of these other folks. Um, that kind of ties in with a soundbite that I found here. This was uh, President Trump. You know, he was doing these town hall meetings with uh, Laura Ingram on Fox News and taking questions from the audience, etc., he was asked about, you know, TikTok, the communist Chinese app TikTok is banned from government devices because it's such a threat. And yet Joe Biden recently, his presidential campaign, went on TikTok, even though it's such a great threat. Anyway, uh, Laura Ingram at one point had asked Donald Trump, are you going to take your campaign to TikTok as well? I'm leading with the young voters by a lot. I think they want to see competence in office. Uh, they see this guy who can't put two sentences together. He literally, so if he were on this stage, he would not be able to figure out how to get off. Did you ever see it? He can't find the stairs. The stairs are all over the place. He can't find stairs. Uh, they want to see competence much more so than being on TikTok. I believe that. All right. They want to see competence more than TikTok videos uh, was, was the point that, uh, that Trump made there. Yeah, Trump is doing better with you know, voters, uh, voter demographics. He's, he's doing better with uh, Hispanics. He's doing better with black Americans and more. 
All right. Uh, speaking of the Trump town hall, let's see. Uh, Trump says he worries about the safety of Americans. That was one of the latest town hall clips. Uh, that I think I think she did another round. So we'll share that more with you here coming up after the Farm and Ranch Report. Plus, speaking of threats, how Montana sheriffs are preparing for multiple threats. That story, MontanaTalks.com. Good morning, everybody. It's time for your Daybreak Egg Report. I'm Russell Nimitz, and thanks for being with us here on the Western Egg Network. Well, this week, the USDA announced that the Biden-Harris administration is investing nearly $500 million from the president's Investing in America agenda to expand work on the USDA Forest Service's wildfire crisis strategy and agriculture secretary tom vilsack says the monies will help reduce risk to communities critical infrastructure along with natural resources from our nation's ongoing wildfire crisis the risk of wildfires being catastrophic or out of control gets reduced every single year we continue to do this work the return on investment is, is safer communities it's protected watersheds it's uh, miles of power lines that are under less risk and he says that the hazardous fuel being removed from forests can be used to make many new products which is obviously a job creator uh, and obviously uh, you know hopefully an opportunity for uh, for this hazardous fuel to be used in a, in a positive and proactive way now obviously the job of reducing wildfire risk is going to take several years and that's why the secretary hopes Congress will act on a budget to help ensure steady funding for years to come. Now, this latest round of funding does bring the total investment in this comprehensive wildfire crisis strategy to an historic $2.4 billion. Stay with us. We'll have more ag news right after this. 40 years later, Reminis Angus still provides some of the very best Angus genetics in the entire country with their proven sound bowls developed for longevity, leading the industry back to the future. Reminis Angus offers American outcross bowls that compete on every industry level. Cavinese, maternal performance, feed efficiency, and of course, satisfying the most discerning consumer palate. The Reminis Angus 40th anniversary production sale is March 1st, 1 p.m. in Dillon, Montana. For more information, visit REMangus.com. If your tractor needs to be fixed, you go to a tractor mechanic, not a car shop. So if you want to grow your agriculture business, shouldn't you go to a lender that specializes in agriculture? That's AgWest Farm Credit. We've been 100% focused on agriculture for over 100 years. So we understand your challenges, and we have the deep financial knowledge and experience to help you reach your goals and grow your future. See how we can help at agwestfc.com. Equal opportunity provider and employer, equal housing lender. Well, Montana Senator John Tester and Iowa's Chuck Grassley are encouraging their Senate colleagues to oppose recent efforts that they say will only weaken the Packers and Stockyards Act. The upcoming fiscal year 2024 Ag Appropriations Bill includes provisions that both say would prevent USDA from enforcing the Packers and Stockyards Act to hold multinational food manufacturers accountable. And finally this morning, Renewable Fuels Association head Jeff Cooper told the group's annual National Ethanol Conference this week in San Diego that 2024 will be one of the most pivotal years ever for the industry. 
The modified group model will either help open the door for U.S. agriculture and ethanol producers to participate in the SAF market, or it will lock out the highest volume, lowest cost feedstocks and assure the failure of this administration's ambitious SAF goals. Andy says policy decisions in the next three to six months on sustainable aviation fuel tax credits, or SAF, year-round E15, and of course, light-duty vehicle tailpipe standards will shape ethanol's future for possibly decades to come. For the Western Egg Network, I'm Russell Nimitz. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, Terry in Kalispell responding to the uh, the student let uh, the student loan debt bribe uh, that Joe Biden is doing. The story we first reported yesterday. Uh, yeah, let me see. Let me see where this cues up at. I was I was looking for just that one part where Joe Biden was talking about. Actually, Travis, on that on that Blaze uh, tweet, uh, can you find the part where Joe Biden says, "Yeah, the Supreme Court told me no, but." But but now I'm just doing it anyway. Um, if if you know the the specific time, I don't I don't necessarily need to play the whole two minutes and thirty seconds. But I do want to play that particular portion in particular. Or uh, if you can't find it, we can we can upload it into Otter or something like that to to find the specific spot. But anyway, Terry in Tallisville says Biden is trying to buy votes by this payoff. Yeah, that's very clear. Um, well, wasn't it interesting that during the midterm elections, it was right before the midterm elections was when Joe Biden really ramped up the student loan debt bribery uh, deal. Right. Uh, he was he was trying to impact uh, the uh, and get younger voters to come out during the midterm elections. Dana Lash, uh, conservative radio talk show host Dana Lash. Remember, she used to be the spokeswoman for the National Rifle Association for the NRA. Uh, she shared uh, this Politico story yesterday. Biden will email 153,000 student loan borrowers. I'm canceling your debt. Yeah, this is basically this is that that makes it very obvious that he is trying to buy votes. He is desperately trying to get some sort of positive attention for himself. He is going the, the White House is going to send out an email to these individual student loan borrowers borrowers coming from Joe Biden saying, I'm canceling your debt. So they are using taxpayer dollars to basically campaign. That's what he's doing. He's using taxpayer dollars to campaign and not only taxpayer dollars, but but personally identifiable information, private information, the private email addresses of these people. Remember, one of the ways the Democrats interfered in the 2020 presidential election was the Democrats used Google and, and the left wing operatives at Google. They they interfered with private email communications, you know, massive corporate interference, a massive corporate scandal that, that they should have been held accountable for. Uh, just one of the ways that they interfered in the 2020 elections and they cheated in the 2020 elections was if there were email communications, going, fundraising emails, you, you name it, they were going out from the Republican groups to your emails. Google figured out a way to try to hide it or to, to make sure it ended up in the in the junk folder. But they didn't do the same thing to the Democrats. This is what Joe Biden is doing right now. He is using your taxpayer dollars not only to not only to make you pay for somebody else's student loan, but he's using your taxpayer dollars to campaign. 
by emailing the, every one of these uh, individual students. Anyway, Dana Lash says, what do the people who responsibly paid off their debt or didn't accrue debt receive? And my response was, the global war on terror ribbon. That's what we got. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden is considering executive action to restrict asylum claims at the border. White House spokesman telling Fox News no executive action, no matter how aggressive, can deliver the significant policy reforms and additional resources Congress can provide and that Republicans rejected. Last month, President Biden said he can't do anything more to fix the border where more than 7 million migrants have entered the United States under Biden's watch. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson, there are cell phone outages reported across the country with AT&T customers hardest hit. This is impacting folks in multiple places, Indiana, Atlanta, Chicago, L.A., Houston, San Francisco, so all over the country, still no word on what is causing the problem. Fox's Jerry Willis. China plans to send a pair of giant pandas to the San Diego Zoo this year. The only pandas left in the U.S. now are four in Atlanta. Other loan agreements expired with the bears sent back. America's listening to Fox News. All right, I'll find the spot on that uh that Blaze interview where Joe Biden specifically says that he is going to just ignore the Supreme Court. No, the Supreme Court told me no, but I'm doing it anyway. I'll pull that up for you here in a second. Uh, From the Trump Town Hall, Laura Ingram, you know, Trump went overtime. Uh, They had the, uh, the Trump Town Hall, what was it, Tuesday night on Fox News? And then and then and then Laura Ingram said last night that Donald Trump wanted to stick around and take more questions from the audience. Uh, he says uh, he says he worries about the safety of Americans. This was a, a lady in the audience asking a, asking a question and then the response from Trump. Good afternoon, President Trump. <laughs> um, first of all, I'd like to say we miss you. Thank you. And we are truly. We are truly sorry for the scrutiny that you are under on a daily basis, which leads to my question. How do you keep the demeanor that you do and um, keep your spirits so high when you're obviously being um, attacked by the other side all the time? Well, thank you very much for that. I I really appreciate that question. Because I do get it. I'll tell you, Tammy, I get two questions the most. Will they do it again? That's number one question. Will they do it again, sir? Will they do it again? We have a lot of checks. We have a lot of things. And, you know, last time I campaigned, I did great. And then I went home and I saw bad things happening. And we all know that. But that's number one. The second thing is, how do you take it? Which is your question. And I don't know the answer to that, except I must be wired in a certain way. Because I have a lot of very, very, not even friends, friends and enemies. But I have a lot of people come up to me like Wall Street tycoons, big, tough, smart people. And they say, how the hell do you take it? You got indicted four times. These guys, if they ever got indicted once, I mean, they'd crawl into a corner and say, Mommy, take me home. I can't take it. It's true. Do you pray regularly? I pray. I pray. What's, what's, I mean, if you don't mind me asking, because I know this is a very faith-filled audience here, and I know there are people across the globe pray for you and your safety. They're worried about your safety. Um, no, they are. Do you feel that? Do you feel the power of that? I do, but can I be honest? I worry about their safety, too. These people, everybody in this room is in great danger right now. We have a nuclear weapon that if you hit New York, uh, South Carolina is going to be gone, too. 
uh, I worry about their safety. I think it's the reason I'm doing this. I'm worrying about this country. This country is in such trouble. We have incompetent people running our country right now. The only thing they're good at is being vicious. They're vicious, horrible people. And that's what they're good at. They're good at doing the election stuff and demeaning people. Mm. We want to get together. I think we can get together. Will you work with Democrats? All right. So anyway, yeah, that was the point Trump made. Uh, you know, they were talking about the threats. You know, you know, uh, Mr. President, people worry about your personal safety and personal harm being done to you. Uh, you know, we see what they're financially trying to do to you, but physical harm that that they that they may do to you. That's what people are worried about. And his response is. I'm worried about your personal safety. Uh, yeah, if you go to our Montana Talks website, you'll t- you'll see blinking lights, Montana sheriffs prepping for multiple threats. This is where Montana Talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, yeah, thanks, uh, Travis. Uh, yeah, oh, apparently it's right off the uh, right out the gates here in this uh, this tweet from John Jackson I mentioned about the student loan debt forgiveness. He ain't forgiven any debt. He's just uh, he's just saddling you with the debt. He's punishing you with the debt. He's taking the shackles off of them. He's putting the shackles on you instead. My goodness, uh, yeah. So I don't know if if you guys didn't get the joke there um, that Dana Lash. She comes on the radio after us in Missoula. Uh, she's on she's a national radio talk show host. She's in that same time slot, uh, unfortunately, as Dan Bongino and then I think uh, Clay and Buck are in that same time. So, you know, it's, it's the Rush Limbaugh time slot that's, you know, I think mo- most it's mostly Dan Bongino here in Montana, but Dana Lash is on uh, the same station we're on in Missoula. So that's kind of cool. And so, uh, we, in fact, uh, John Jackson and I got to say hello to her and her husband again down at the uh, SHOT Show in Las Vegas. And I saw some of the other Montanans that were down there got a chance to run into her, her as well. But, yeah, Biden will email 153,000 student loan borrowers. I'm canceling your debt. This is political communication. This is uh, Joe Biden using private personal data that the federal government has to politically campaign. Anyway, but Dana Lash asked a good question. What are the people who responsibly paid off their debt or did not accrue debt receive? So if you decided to become a plumber or a carpenter and you took out a loan to you know buy a new pickup or buy a work pickup or to buy some you know a tool set. Well, you don't get your loan forgiven. You had to pay it off. You had to work for it, or maybe you didn't accrue debt in the first place because you know you had you know you know you had your own gear that you that you just paid for in cash as as you were able to build up your you know your equipment, build up your tool set, right? Well, what do they get? No, you, what 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 you get is you get to pay for the student loan debts of the kids who wanted to go party it up in college for six seven years. You get to pay for their student loan debts. Uh, now, I mentioned again, look, I paid off my, my final student loans in Afghanistan. You know, my first two years of college, I went to college out in Washington, D.C., and that was expensive. And I, I loved going to Howard University. I absolutely loved Howard University. I, even though I was one of only like six white kids in the undergrad at the time, I felt at home at Howard. I absolutely loved going to Howard University. But it was expensive. Man, I was waiting tables five, six nights a week, and I was making good money because I worked in a fine dining restaurant right on Pennsylvania Avenue. But it still was it was expensive, and so, so you know, accrued some student loan debt, and and then for my, you know, and then of course nine eleven happened, and 
and uh, wanted to get back to Montana and wanted to, you know, get back on track with doing what I've always wanted to do. I didn't want to just be on Capitol Hill for the rest of my life. And, you know, uh, uh, you know, no offense to those who've worked on Capitol Hill for the rest of their lives, but I was like, man, I got to, I got to get focused and, you know, wanted to join the military. And so, and then once I joined, you know, the military, I, I was able to get a scholarship. I was able to get, you know, monthly drill pay by being in the National Guard at the same time. I got some other incentives by being an ROTC. And so, so I didn't accrue uh, more debt after that, thankfully, but I still had that too. So, so, so anyway, so I was able to leverage the GI Bill and, you know, scholarships and things like that after I had joined the military, but I still had student loan debt. And so, so literally I, it wasn't until, God, it was probably the, the spring, it was probably, you know, some 15 years ago, it was probably the spring of 2009. Crazy to think that was 15 years ago now. It was probably the spring of 2009. And you know, because you're deployed to Afghanistan, you're not spending as much money because, you know, well, you get your, you get your three meals a day unless the chow hall ran out of food. And then you'd have to, you know, get the turp to go, uh, you know, make some non bread for you. Or maybe we'd stop at the bazaar, you know, in one of the little Afghan villages and get some goat kebabs or something like that. Yeah, chow hall's out of food, guys. Sorry, we didn't get the resupply. But that's, you know, so then, you know, you'd fork a little cash out. But by and large, you know, hey, you're there. You're not spending money on all this other stuff. So, okay, let's double down. Let's finally pay off these student loans. Why did I do all that? I could have just sat back and said, nope, I'm going to just wait for other people to pay my student loans. <laughs> like like some of my uh, uh, liberal classmates uh, were able to benefit from, uh, from the University of Montana. That's how they got their student loans paid off, is thanks to you. Thanks to you, the taxpayers. But when Dana Lash says, what do the people who responsibly paid off their debt receive? The global war on terrorism ribbon. That's what we got. Here you go. Thanks, thanks for playing. Thanks for playing. No, I'll tell you what. I'm so, I'm so thankful. I mean, I didn't. I joined because of 9-11. Uh, I, I never thought I would have joined the military because I'm like, man, I'm too rebellious for that. But I'm so thankful I did. It's, it's uh, you know, it's uh, the 9-11 terror attacks were one of the worst things that happened uh, to, to us and to this country. But 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 joining uh, the military and serving overseas with so many incredible Americans is one of the best things that ever happened to me. So uh, so I'm thankful. Uh but, uh, man, where was, oh, yeah, Joe Biden. Joe Biden, he wants you to pay for their student loans, and he doesn't care what the Supreme Court says. Early in my term, I announced a major plan to provide millions of working families with debt relief for their college student debt. Tens of millions of people in debt were literally about to be canceled, their debts. But my MAGA Republican fans in the Congress, the elected officials and special interests, stepped in and sued us, and the Supreme Court blocked it and blocked it. But that didn't stop me. I announced we were going to pursue alternative paths for student debt relief. All right. So now he's going to pursue alternative. He's going to try to do the same thing, but in a slightly different way. Okay. So maybe Republicans should follow this similar path. Republican governors, all across, Republican legislatures all across this country. In fact, actually, I, I see how the state of Montana is... Uh, pushing back on this whole uh, uh, transgender birth certificate deal. Uh, I'll get to that story here in just a second, but we got a caller on the phone lines. Thomas Madigan in Billings. Great to hear from you. Hey, how you doing this morning? You hey, know, pretty good. Um, as a Gulf War veteran, I've run for the House. I'm running for sheriff. Um, you know, 
I did 18 combat missions in Iraq, and it's it's very frustrating to me that, uh, you know, he's paying off student loans. I actually had to put foot the butt for my country to get my college. Um, and I guess what I'm saying is there's a lot of veterans that are like, okay, you're taking money out of the Veterans Administration. I can't. I can't get VA benefits because apparently I make too much money um, because it's being run by John Tester. There's a lot of veterans that are frustrated because we're losing benefits because of open borders. We're losing benefits because of John Tester. We're losing benefits because of Joe Biden. And now he's going to pay off more student loans with money from us as taxpayers to people that are too damn lazy to pay off their own loans. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head here, which is like, okay, so so we've got the VA under Joe Biden and John Tester using VA resources to to process health care claims for illegal aliens when they're not able to adequately process all the claims for for veterans. And yet the VA is processing Correct. claims for illegal aliens. And now you've got military veterans who, uh, some of them, you know, a big part of why they joined was, hey, I'm going to pay for college. I'm going to pay for schooling. I'm going to pay for continued education by by serving my country. And that's part of how they're and, – and so they sacrificed. They were away from their families. They they, they didn't go to get to go to the party on Friday night because maybe they were offered a drill weekend or, or whatever. Or they or they had to spend the summer at, at summer camp. And let's just say it wasn't the normal summer camp, right? Uh, or or right. I spent – I spent like the entire – uh, in between two college years, the entire summer, yeah, I would have been rather been floating the Blackfoot River with a cooler of beer. But no, I was right. in Fort Benning, Georgia, uh, <laughs> in the beaches of Cheyenne, the, the the sandy beaches of Fort Benning, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? For 15 weeks, I think it was. Yep. You know, and like, yep. but but no, the, like the the man bun wearing, you know, f- patchouli smelling freaking guy that that sits there and protests uh whatever on the higgins bridge that guy gets his student loan debts forgiven correct correct and all they want to do is hammer tim Sheehy. tim Sheehy is 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 a hard-hitting uh united states montana veteran and they can say whatever they want about him um the man's gonna make it he's gonna throw tester on the cheese line and maybe biden will take some of our tax dollars and take something out of the VA, and maybe help John Tester out when he's unemployed. Golly, yeah, no, it's a, no, I, I agree with you. Like, you know, I've said this kind of off air before. I said, you know, you know what, in a way, I'm, I'm glad they're kind of attacking Tim Sheehy here because, you know, he's, he's distinguished, he's dignified, he's so well-spoken. Um, but this guy, this guy not only went through Navy SEAL training and Navy SEAL buds, the guy went through Army Ranger School as well. It, you know how how many how many people have not only went through Army Ranger School but have also gone through Navy Buds? Uh, I, I think the old, I think there there was the Air Force component version. You know, like, like what else does the guy have to do? So my point being is that is that you know what he's dignified, he's distinguished, he's a class act, Naval Academy graduate. He started these incredibly successful companies, but you want to bring out the Army Ranger School guy in this guy? They're bringing out the fight in this guy. Bring it, hey Thomas. Thanks for the call. 
Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. How much money did they make from selling access to Joe the brand? You know, what did the Biden family, what did they do? What services did they offer? How much money did Joe get? According to Hunter's laptop, you know, he was tired of giving half of his income to Pops and, you know, uh, asking people, what account should I pay my father's home repairs from? How many business associates ultimately did Joe speak to and meet with? How were the transfer of the business? What did the grandchildren do for this? Do they know that Hunter was addicted to crack cocaine at the time while selling access to Joe? You know, what was the first year that, that gave money to Joe Biden? What about all these loans? Could you bring us the official loan agreement so we can take a look at it? You know, is Joe the big guy? You know, just there's so many questions. Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today, right here. Hey, you can give your home a new look this year with premium custom window treatments from our friends at Blinds.com. Right now, you save 40% off site-wide. Now, you can choose from Roman and woven wood shades and shutters, my favorite. They're motorized options and much, much more. It's all 100% online, the better way to shop. No pushy commission salespeople in your home. Blinds.com, they make it simple, simple, easy, easy. Anyway, you can do the measuring, the installation yourself, or you can let Blinds.com handle all of it for you. No matter how many window coverings or window treatments you have, you only pay one low installation cost, whether it's one or 50. How cool is that? And forget about going through a long, boring, monotonous in-home consultation just to get a quote. Blinds.com also gives you free shipping and the best part, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. What does that mean? If you're not happy, they will make it right. Anyway, shop Blinds.com right now. Save 40% off site-wide, 40% off for limited time at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Apply. 15704. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Taking your calls live. 406-294-097. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Now, for Pete's sake, I just had it in front of me. I don't know where I, where I put it, but I was... Uh, Gary Marbit with the Montana Shooting Sports Association sent out a big uh, up uh, alert to all of his uh, MSSA members here in Montana. Uh, apparently, the NRA, the National Rifle Association, uh, is having their elections coming up here uh, for, for board members. And anyway, I, th- I think the quick summary, it, it, for those of you who are uh, Montana Shooting Sports Association members, you, you would have gotten the communication uh, or I think you, you might be able to find it on their MSSA website. But basically, if if I'm summarizing it, going off of memory here, he, he recommended four names of four individuals to vote for. But he, he basically is saying don't for don't vote for any of the incumbents when it comes to the NRA's uh, board. Uh, but, yeah, there's some some gun news out there here. Did you hear about this uh, new New York state uh, gun manufacturer? This is the nation's oldest gun manufacturer. They are finally fleeing the state of New York. New York Village losing its soul as nation's oldest gun manufacturer flees the blue state for Georgia. The Remington Gun Factory nestled in New York's Mohawk Valley is ready to shutter its doors and move to Georgia after more than 200 years in the Empire State. 208 years of history, gone, gone, 
Now, this is the uh, the mayor of, uh, is it Ilion, Ilion, New York? I uh, hope I pronounced that right there. Mayor John P. Stevens told the New York Times, Ilion is Remington, Remington is Ilion. Yeah, they're, they're heading down to Georgia. And, of course, Georgia has a, a number of gun manufacturers down there. Um, one of the guys I got to meet at the SHOT Show uh, a couple years ago, in fact, ran, saw him briefly but didn't get a chance to say hello this this go-around, uh, Marty Daniels with Daniels Defense. They're one of the, the big gun companies down there in, in Georgia. But, uh, yeah, Georgia has a lot of them, not only a, a lot of military bases but a lot of gun companies uh, down there as well. All right, uh, let's see, 406-294-0970, the number for you, or you can, call, uh, you can message us on our Montana Talks app. We do have David Noble joining us coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll woke update and more. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, another uh, gun control story for you here. Colin Rugg shared this via X.com. The firearm that was used by Lindell Mays, who was charged in the Kansas City shooting, was stolen. Of course, a big surprise there, right? Crickets from the gun control community. Shortly after the shooting, Joe Biden made the most of the tragedy and called for an assault weapons ban. Uh, anyway, none of the actions that Joe Biden or the Democrats called for after the Kansas City uh, Chiefs parade shooting would have stopped this shooting by these thugs down in Kansas City. Oh, it, on a related note, since you can't see the photographs of the shooting suspects at the Kansas City parade, uh, l- let me just tell you that Ann Coulter was right. Ann Coulter has superpowers. So when she was on Bill Maher's program on, on Friday night, uh, Ann, Coulter, Ann Coulter was making the point. She was saying, you know, we know that the shooters involved at this shooting that injured 20-plus people, including children, and killed a, killed a radio a DJ, a woman uh, down there, we know that they weren't uh, white nationalists. And, and Bill Moore's like, oh, how do you know that? We don't know that. We don't know that. She's like, oh, we know. We know. Because, you know, if if they don't want to talk about the shooting, sus- uh, shooting suspects, uh, you know, like they didn't want to talk about the transgender shooter here or the transgender shooter over there or or the, the other ethnicity shooter over here, the other ethnicity shooter over there, that's when you know it wasn't a white guy. They only want to tell you about who the suspects are if they can somehow try to pin it on 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 white people you know what i'm saying and so yeah and coulter she got it right and uh she really didn't need superpowers it was just kind of common sense and coulter was just speaking common sense which of course isn't too common uh, anymore all right david noble the woke updates and more next